0: is going on everybody all you people who have decided to subscribe to this podcast on a why had hesitate apparently I forgot what a podcast was or is this is once again the, the cathartic podcast I think I'm going to stick with that name been going back and forth with it for a while but I think that's the name I'm going to stick with until I'm proven otherwise once again my name is Paige I'm the one who likes to listen to to the sound of his own voice. Uh, I know I said last time we're gonna have a guest on this particular podcast. Unfortunately, it got pushed back a little bit. Uh, but Brett Kahn will be on this on this podcast eventually. I'm hoping in the very, very near, eventually. Hope it has some other guests that you've never heard of, but I think they're interesting. I just, I just think they're fucking interesting. Those are gonna be fun. Known. Uh, let's see. One, 2 they I've known two or three of them for a very long time. One for not so long, but I've known them decently long. I think. I think uh, they got some interesting things to say. Maybe a little funny at the same time, but uh, hopefully, hopefully, they this, this will be the start of many guests. Since I'm pretty sure all of you are tired of hearing me speak about nothing important, anyways. So we're getting ready for the college football bowl season. It has it is almost upon us. It is so close. I can almost taste it. I'm excited. I'm one of those people, like I've said before, who I just love college football. And I am excited the bowl season is upon us. It's a bittersweet deal. It's bittersweet because I know that it's almost over with. We got a month. One more month. The championship is for the second week of January. So, I'm going to be heartbroken. And I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about. Probably going to need those, those guests at that time. So, college football season is coming to a close here in about a month. The college football bowl season is upon us in a couple days. <sighs> That's what I feel about it. Let's see, let me go over some scores real quick. Soccer scores for the MLS. Uh, Let's see. Yep, 2-0. Over to the FCS. That is the Football Championship Series, aka the playoffs. The first (laughs) they've had the playoffs for many years. And they still have them. It's 24 teams. I hear the Talking's head say it was too many. Well, what's the point of playing? It's 24. Uh, there's 24 teams in the FCS uh, college football playoffs. I think we are getting into uh, the quarterfinals. And it was a ball that I have dropped, and I apologize for that. That's my fault. Uh, I just didn't – I knew. I knew that they were going on. I just didn't comprehend if fucking share it with you guys. And that is 100% my fault, and I apologize for that. So if I can get the bracket up and running, I will do a quick little recap for all you people who don't give a shit. But I don't care. I'm still going to tell you. You can subscribe, or you can fast forward. It's 100% up to you. Oh, I think we're in the semifinals. Are they in the semifinals? Oh, this, oh, shit. That's how far off I am. That's how – my god. Yeah, they're in the semifinals. I think. Yep. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yes, they're in the semifinals. Yes, they are. So we're gonna go all the way back to November twenty fourth. The first round of the FCS playoffs. You know the playoffs that if you actually win your conference, you can get in. And if you don't win your conference, you're kinda of maybe not large bid, maybe. A series that every conference champion is automatically put into the playoffs. They have 24 spots instead of four spots for five conferences. Not including the other five or power five or whatever the fuck it is. You mean the right playoff picture, the right playoff bracket, the real playoffs? Is 24 teams too much? I don't know. I don't give a shit. I like it. SEC would fucking love those 24 teams. Have you seen the top 25? Holy fuck. There are some SEC teams in there that should not be ranked in the top 25, a.k.a. Kentucky. Florida shouldn't be in the top 12. What the fuck? LSU? Really? I might give you LSU. Nah, maybe not. I don't know. Anyways, I backtrack. FCS, the real championships. All the way back to November 24th, round one. We have Montana State being up incarnate word. I don't know what that is. No, Montana State is. I'm pretty sure it's in Montana. they beat them up 34-14. Uh, next game, James Madison blows up Delaware 20-6. to uh, Down to the other side of the bracket, Southeast Missouri State beats Stony Brook 28-14, and then Jacksonville State beats East Tennessee State 34-27. That's just on one side of the bracket. Let's go all the way down to the other side of the bracket. Duquesne beats uh, Towson 31-10. Wow. Wofford beats Elon, 19-7, as you can hear the local uh, gardeners. They do a good job, but they're fucking up my system. Uh, University of Northern Iowa, squeezed by Lamar, 16-13. And Nichols State beats my hometown, University of San Diego, 49-30. We'll stay on this side of the bracket. Go to the next week, uh, December 1st. Eastern Washington versus Nickel State. So Washington blows them up 42-21 and get them into the quarterfinals. UC Davis, local team, where I'm at-ish, goes into, I think, North, uh, Northern Iowa. Beats Northern Iowa 23-16. They faced Eastern Washington, which in turn they lost Eastern Washington 34-29. On the other side, South Dakota State blows up Duquesne 51-6. And Kennesaw State. Beats Wofford, 13-10. it the, might have been a good game. Uh, square off in the quarterfinals. South Dakota State beats Kennesaw State by 10. Just by 10. On the other side of the bracket, North Dakota State, who had to buy in the first round because they are just that fucking good, uh, beats Montana State, 52-10. They then moved into the quarterfinals against Colgate, who upset. Oh, I guess they did upset. Colgate was ranked eighth in the country. That eight? That's an eight. They beat James Madison 23 20, but then got blanked by North Dakota State in the quarterfinals 35 0. On the other side of the bracket, we have Webster State being up Southeast Missouri State 48 23. They then moved on to face Maine, who beat Jacksonville State 55 27. Maine then turns around and to beat Said Weber, Weber State by 5, 23-18. So the FCS semifinals shake down like this. On the 14th of December, that is this coming up weekend. Depends on when this podcast is released. We have North Dakota State versus South Dakota State. This That is a rivalry, if I remember correctly. And I think South Dakota State gave North Dakota State a run for their money earlier in this season. They do face each other on the same conference, I do believe. On the other side of the bracket, on the 15th, we have Maine squaring up against Eastern Washington. If that is in Eastern Washington, I highly recommend wearing your sunglasses because they play on a red and black field. Not the most appealing thing to look at. Cool, I guess, if you're in person. I don't know. I might have to go up there and watch that. No, I kind of can't watch the game this week, but I'm going to go up there and watch the game next year, maybe. I almost put to school there. I almost transferred there out of high, out of high school. I wasn't a fucking idiot. This is before they got the red uh, red field. I was actually being recruited there the first part of my junior year before I put my head on my ass and quit football. They actually sent a little – you get a little – well, they used to. Get a little flyer from the athletic program of of a college who were seeing how interested you are in going to their school. And I got one. Then I made contact with the coach a couple years later. After I got my head out of my ass, and he was interested in me coming there, and then he took, he took a job somewhere else, and I just kind of let it fall apart. <clears throat> Which I mean, I don't know why I told you that story. <laughs> all it does is make me want to go back to my when I was younger and kick my own ass. Fucking, I'm an idiot. I had an opportunity to go to Eastern Washington or Utah State, and I fucked that all up, being a moron. If you're a kid and you're listening to this, don't be a fucking moron. Well, first all, I shouldn't be listening to this because I just said fuck. So anyway, so semifinals. Again, uh, the 14th at 5 p.m. Eastern, I assume, North Dakota State versus South Dakota State. Then the very next day, the 15th at 11 a.m., Maine versus Eastern Washington. I'm assuming those are Eastern times. Are they local times? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's home and who's away. <laughs> they won't tell me. I mean, this will tell me. Let's see. Waiting for uh, the computer to decide it wants to work. No, not my computer jacking up. No. Okay. Uh, so they are playing. Looks like they're playing at North Dakota in the Fargo Dome, and as a five o'clock specific time. Uh, South Dakota State, North Dakota State. That is nice. Then I'm assuming this Eastern Washington is 11 o'clock. It is. It is in Eastern Washington. Okay. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. So that is the FCS rundown. Hopefully we'll have a little talk about what happened. Maybe. I'll probably watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I should watch it. Because I have nothing going on this weekend. No games this weekend. Oh, wait. No, there is. There's a bowl game this weekend. <gasps> There's our first bowl game this weekend. How fucking stoked am I? I was just talking about it too. I'm a moron. And because of that, I don't know which ones to play. I know it's New Mexico Bowl. I think there's a couple game, games as well, if I remember correctly. I'm going to have to look over my notes. Yes, I actually have notes. Get off me. i got a lot of football to watch this weekend. Shit. I guess it's a good thing I kind of quit drinking, because I'll remember most of it. There, i want to... Ooh, I saw a headline. I'm going to have to save this one before we talk about it here in a second. Because it's really kind of funny. It's not even sports related. That's why it's funny. Uh, I got to check my bull schedule now. I guess I should have printed this shit out, huh? Holy fuck, I'm going to lose my mind. There are a shit ton of games. Well, not a shit ton, but there's some good games. It's not good games. But anyways, there are some games this weekend. Fucking hell, I need to get... I don't know what I'm going to do now. Well, that's why that game's at 5 o'clock East. Oh, okay, cool. i actually be able to watch most of them uh let's see so this is we're a couple days away from the start of the bowl season like i discussed wow. with you december fifteenth. the first bowl game let's start i mean it's it's i think it's uh what's it uh, hbc historical black college universities or something like that like college hbcu historically black college and universities no that, that is I'm sorry if I don't know that. It's my fault. But you got the Air Force Reserve Celebration Bowl, which is North Carolina, A&T, and Alcorn State. That's North Carolina, A&T. Not, that's one team. And Alcorn State, I think uh, McNair is an alum from Alcorn State, if I remember correctly. But that is going to be coming up also on the 15th. I didn't make a pick on that. I don't know anything about those schools. I will watch it because it's at noon, my time. But we start off the bowl season with Tulane and Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns in Orlando at the Auto Nation Cure Bowl. I did pick Tulane. I don't know why I picked Tulane. I think I picked him because. I don't know why. Couldn't tell you. Then we have the New Mexico Bowl. We have uh, Utah State North Texas. I did pick Utah State for that one, to win that one. Even though they have a new head coach or interim. Interim head coach. I don't know if they made that announcement yet. That is going to be at uh, 5 o'clock Eastern. Oh, no, it's Eastern time. 2 o'clock Eastern. Makes it 11 o'clock a.m. my time. Uh, the AutoNation Cure Bowl is 1.30 Eastern. And it makes it 10.30 my time. Then we head down to the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl, the Arizona State and Fresno State. I think I picked Fresno to upset Upset. Arizona State, I think Arizona State's actually favored on that one, even though Fresno is ranked. I may want to double-check that one. Don't quote me on that one. I just have that feeling. I don't know, the Fighting Herms. I think we're going to see, like I said before, if Herm can get that team prepared over a long period of time, like I said week to week. Uh, then we got the um, Raycom Media <laughs> Camellia Bowl at 5.30 Eastern, Pacific 2.30 time, Pacific, Pacific Time, Georgia Southern versus Eastern Michigan. I think I went with Eastern Michigan on that one. And then we finish off the night, not including the semifinals of the SCS, but we finish off the bowl night with the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, as Milton and Appalachian State. And I picked App State on that one. Yeah, I had cheat there. Why the hell? I guess it is. Central Time isn't I guess New Orleans is Central Time. New Orleans, I'm sorry, Central Time, but already a nine o'clock Pacific Time start. I don't like those. Like I'm thinking this, no, I guess I couldn't switch it. Could they? I don't like that. I think it's stupid. It's like the, the Holiday Bowl. The Holiday Bowl used to fucking start at seven o'clock Pacific Time, which made it ten o'clock Eastern Time. A times out of ten, Eastern Eastern Time Zone is either drunk off their ass or in bed, so they miss it. Really, they've missed some good games. I think they actually cha- finally changed that time to five o'clock. Finally, I believe. I used to go to those games when I was lived out in San Diego. Didn't make any sense. Apparently, they don't fucking realize it gets cold in San Diego at night during the winter time because it fucking does. I think last time I went, my buddy got a hypothermia because it was so fucking cold. He had this weird, stupid idea. It's in San Diego. It's not going to get cold at 7 o'clock at night. It fucking got cold. We didn't get out to the vehicle until 11 o'clock after the game, and the game ran late. So hopefully, I think they changed the time to 5 o'clock. Did they change the date too? Now I'm starting to get upset. They didn't change the date? Did they change the date? They did. It's on 31st. Usually it's around the 28th, 29th. That's on 31st this year. See, now, this is 7 p.m. Eastern time. Good, 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 good. It makes it 4 o'clock Pacific. Awesome. And I look forward to that game. I look forward to the Northwestern Utah game. I think I chose who did I choose? Utah. I did choose Utah on that one. I think, I think it might be a good game, though. I really, really do. So there's my little bull rundown for the week. There's a couple of teams, in, and they've got bowl bids. I don't think they should have, but I'm not going to go too deep into them. I don't think there was that one. Oh my God, how come they didn't get in like usually get? So, yeah. All Americans were announced this week as well. I think I read something that uh, between first team, second team, and third team, there were 11 SEC kids, and the second highest was ACC with five, I believe. Or something like that. I think that's what I heard. And Alabama had four just in the first team alone. But you know, the best part about all Americans, they're just on paper, man. Who knows what's gonna happen? I'm still sticking with my pick right now. I don't know who what the quarterback situation looks like at Oklahoma. Or not Oklahoma. Alabama. I haven't heard anything. But I'm still I'm still sticking with Oklahoma upsetting Alabama. Even though Alabama has one, two, four. Who's anybody anybody else on defense? One defensive All American and two defensive All Americans. This is first team All Americans. I don't know. They're not showing the second or third teams. But Oklahoma has one. They have a quarterback. Oh, another receiver, too. They don't have anybody on defense, though. That's going to be that. I'm still going with Oklahoma. Now, I might change my mind as we get closer to it because of uh, announcements of what's going to happen with Tua. If Tua comes in and he's healthy, I might change my pick. It's because Oklahoma's defense is not like Georgia, and I think he's going to be able to pick him apart. If Hurt is quarterback, or Hurt's, whatever, let me see last name. I apologize for butchering it. I should know better. I think I'm going to stick with Oklahoma with that pick. And if I, some weird – something happens to Notre Dame beats Clemson, is Oklahoma another Dame? I'm going to stick with Oklahoma. If Clemson wins it, I know I did pick Oklahoma to win the whole damn thing, so I'll probably wish the team my mind, but we'll see what happens in, I do month. Who else is on the first-team All-American list? So we got Kyler Murray, Oklahoma quarterback. I think it's kind of a toss-up. I think if Tua won it, he, Tua won the Heisman, he would have won. He would have been first-team. I really do. But since Kyler won it, I think he—I think he deserves the first time. Honestly, uh, running back Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. I don't have an issue with that. I think it's a good call. hitter over two thousand yards. He should have been invited. I don't know if he was. Honestly, he should have got some some sort of recognition. Uh, Daryl Henderson from Memphis, uh, running back from Memphis. I agree with that one too. Uh, let's see offensive tackle from Alabama, Jonah Williams, uh, offensive tackle from Clemson, Mitch Hyatt. That's funny. I thought Clemson's offensive line is not supposed to be all that great, but you have an All-American on there. Hmm. Uh, guards. We have from Wisconsin, Bo Binchawal. Binchawal? God. Okay. <laughs> and from Kentucky, Bunchy Stalins. Great first name. Uh, center from North Carolina State, Garrett Bradbury. Good for him. Uh, tight end from A&M, Texas A&M, Jace Sternberger. And I agree with this one hundred percent. All purpose, all American. Rondell Moore, freshman. Rondell Moore from Purdue. That guy's fucking electric. If you have not watched him yet, watch him when he plays. When Purdue plays a bowl game, he is an electric young man, and he's a true freshman, I believe. I know he's a freshman. I think he's a true freshman. You get him an open space. He's going to – he's he's solid. And really not not to switch gears here, but I truly believe that one more year because he's a freshman this year, him and uh, Adrian Martinez from Nebraska, both of them are true freshmen, I think they're going to turn some more heads next year. I think this year they turned heads. People went, holy shit, they're really good. They're really electric. I think it's going to happen again next year. I don't know the, the complete freshman class, this last year's freshman class, who made huge strides and who didn't. But I just know those two young men did. I mean, I do made first team, all purpose. I don't think Adrian made – I don't think AJ made any All-American because you got – he's a quarterback. You got Tua, Murray, and Haskins. I mean – all three of them are probably interchangeable at the quarterback position for the All American list. But watch them next year. I think I think Martinez from Nebraska and uh, Moore from uh, Purdue. I think you're going to see some electric going on, man. I really do. I really, really do. And I lost the fucking All American list. There's there. All right, uh, kicker, All American kicker. Uh, Andres Smith from Syracuse. On the defensive side of the ball, it's a couple of Clemson kids, of course. Defensive lineman, I can understand that they have really good defensive line. Nice, uh, defensive end from Clemson, Clellan Farrell, and they have from Northern Illinois, Sutton Smith. Defensive tackle, Quentin Williams from Alabama, and Christian Wilkins from Clemson. Both teams are might face each other. In the National Championship game, uh, linebackers Josh Allen, another Josh Allen, from Kentucky, and Devin White from LSU, and Ben Burkirvin from Washington. Good for him. He's going to need to fucking have a killer game when they play Ohio State. In the secondary, we have corner DeAndre Baker from Georgia and Julian Love from Notre Dame. And as uh, safeties, you have Grant Delpit from LSU and Deontay Thompson from Alabama and Punter Brad Mann from Texas A&M. Congratulations to those young men. I don't know what the second team looks like off the top of my head. I can't seem to find it. But that's either here or there. <sighs> what else is going on? We do care about the rest of the All-Americans. I am kind of intrigued now. Honestly, God. Let me see if I can find a list for you guys. There's like five sites, but y'all be, you all have to be a fucking member. good okay. You get on – look at him. This is just... – all right, second team. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> second team, Tua, quarterback, Alabama, of course. Uh Travis – a team? A time? A tiny? Whatever from Clemson. I should know his name. Shit. Uh, also, from Boise State, Alexander Madison. Good for him. That running back. Uh Receivers. We have um, Andy Isabella from UMass. Tyler Wallace from Oklahoma State. That makes sense. Uh, Tight ends. Elisa Mack from Notre Dame. Offensive tackle, Andre Diller from Washington State. Good for him. Uh, Dalton Reisner from Kansas State. Look at Kansas State having an All-American. Good for them. For having such a shitty season. Uh, Guards. Teron Pascade from North Carolina State. And I got Monty Stallings as a first team on this page up here. Uh Uh-oh. I got some websites who aren't on the same page. Uh Uh-oh. So, according to Sports Illustrated, this is Sports Illustrated. The first one I – the first All-American list I gave you was from, from uh, Bleacher Report, by the way. Okay. Uh, but according to Sports Illustrated, we have a discrepancy from what I'm reading. So, in the Bleacher Report, they have guard from Kentucky. A man from Kentucky. I said his name, uh, Bunchy. So, uh, ch- 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 Bunchy Stalin's great name. Love the first name. So, SportsIllustrated.com they have him as second team. On the Bleacher Report they have him as first team. The only difference from what I've seen, uh, well, there are some differences in here. I don't remember seeing uh, Tillery's name from Notre Dame. So we got some discrepancies, it looks like. So now I don't know what the fuck the truth is. Because so sports Illustrated has different, different first, uh, different first teams as well. Like a Drew Samia from Oklahoma as a guard. I don't know. I've never seen him before. Michael Jordan from Oklahoma, uh, from Oklahoma, from Ohio State. There was a gentleman from North Carolina State. So, so somebody needs to get their head out of their ass and figure out what the fuck is going on because these are two completely different lists. I mean, what the fuck? But. I AP has their own list, and Sports Illustrated has their list. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to backtrack a little bit because I want to know who the second team is. I really do. So I'm going to go off the AP, off the AP list. So everything you heard before, that I read before, that's the AP list. Sports Illustrated has their own list. I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth. I'm going to look at the names real quick, see if there's anybody who I want to root for because, no, I am a homer. Uh... All right. So we're going to go to the AP list on this one. So we talked about the first team. Keller Murray, all those guys from Wisconsin, from Kentucky, from North Carolina State, from a and all the good people. Second team from the AP. The AP All America, which is kind of, I guess, bigger than Sports Illustrated. Quarterback Tua. I think is gonna take it is gonna run away with second team All American almost any list. You go at you might have that off list from Ohio that has Haskins there, but probably not. Uh running backs. Uh young man from Clemson, Terry Travis. I'm not gonna say his last name because I'm gonna butcher the shit out of it. Uh Texas AM, Trayvon Williams. Tackles, Dalton Reisner from Kansas State. I've talked about him briefly. Andrew Thompson from Georgia. Guards, Drew Sem- Semia from Oklahoma. Michael Dieter from Wisconsin. That's two offensive linemen from Wisconsin on the All American list. Center, Ross. God, are you kidding me? Birchbacker. Pershbacker. Fucking hell. Alabama. Tied in, TJ Hawkinson from Iowa. He's probably going to be a high-round draft pick. I think he's coming. No, he's a sophomore. Man. Who am I thinking of from, from Iowa coming out early? I thought he was a tight end. Might be his red shirt. I don't know. Could be wrong. Uh, he might be him. Receivers, Tylen Wallace from uh, Oklahoma State. And Andy Isabella from Massachusetts. Good from Massachusetts for having an All-American. All-purpose, Craig Dortch from Wake Forest. Good job. Congratulations to Wake Forest having an All-American on there. It's not being cynical. I'm just surprised when I see schools like Wake Forest in Massachusetts and Northern Illinois and um, Kansas State who had a shit year and all that shit. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not being condescending or anything. I'm, just, I'm literally surprised and happy to see that. On the defensive side of the ball for the All-Americans, we got Montez Sweet from Mississippi State and Polite from Junior uh, – from Junior. Polite from Florida. I'm not trying to say his first name. Uh, Tackles, Jerry Tillery from Notre Dame and Gerald Wallace III from Miami. Linebackers, Kevin Bush from Michigan, David Long Jr. from West Virginia, and Joe Danine from Kansas. I'm kind of surprised to see a West Virginia uh, defensive player on here. I really, really am. Nothing against West Virginia, but your defense was not all that great. Uh, Cornerbacks. Greedy, with a G, Greedy Williams from LSU, and Byron Murphy from Washington. Two players from Washington on the defensive side of the ball. Congratulations to them. Third guy right here, uh, Tyler Rapp, safety from Washington, and Amani Hooker from Iowa. Uh, Punter will be Mitch Wischnowski from uh, Utah. Third team, All-American. All-Americans. Dwayne Haskins. Kind of saw that coming. Running backs. Benny Snell from Kentucky. Good for him. Very good for him. I think he had a good year. NO Benjamin from Arizona State. I'm kind of surprised to me for some reason. I feel like there's better running backs out there. Uh, Tackles. Andre Dillard from Washington State. I think he's the second guy from Washington State, I believe. Oh, you know, that's right. I was looking at the other list. That's my fault. From uh, Sports Illustrated. Also tackles Cody Ford from Oklahoma. Guards, Tarom Prescott. I've seen his name before. I was on the Sports Illustrator. They added him higher up on the list. He's from North Carolina State. Chris Chris Lindstrom from Boston College. Congratulations to him. Center, Michael Jordan from Ohio State. Yes, his name is Michael Jordan. Here's the, here's the tight end. So tight, Iowa has two tight ends in All-American. One's a second-team All-American. One's a third-team All-American. Noah Faint, F-A-N-T or Fant, he's the one who declared. I was confused. My fault. Uh, receivers. A.J. Brown from Mississippi. David Sills V from West Virginia. J.J. T- Taylor, all-purpose player from Arizona. Uh, kicker Matt Gay from Utah. <laughs> Utah has their kicker and their punter. Or is it an All-American. Good job. Congratulations to them. On the defensive side of the ball, we have Chase Winovich from Michigan. Isn't he the guy with the blonde hair? They had the uh, whole revenge tour and then got their ass kicked by Ohio State. Uh, Jalen Ferguson from Louisiana Tech. Congratulations to him. Jeffrey Simmons from Mississippi State. Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver, if he played and was healthy all year, he would be a first-teamer. He's probably still going to be a high-round draft pick, especially if he kills it in the combine. Uh, linebackers, Patty Fisher from Northwestern. I'm kind of surprised I only see one Northwestern player on there. I feel like their defense was solid. Kind of got worn down and beat up by Ohio State in the Big uh, Ten Championship. But they play well all year long. I wonder Again, I just wonder what they're going to be able to do with another spread system. I don't think Utah has the horses, as Ohio State does, but they still have speed. Also, linebackers, uh, David Woodward from Utah State. Awesome. Mountain West guy. Another Mountain West guy. Uh, and Tevon Coney from Notre Dame. That's three Notre Dame players on the, all on the defensive side of the ball, too. Uh, cornerbacks. Cornerbacks. Hamp Cheevers. <laughs> nice name. Love that name. Uh, from Boston College, the second Boston College guy. Lavert Hill from Michigan. I think second and third Michigan guy. Safeties. Andre Cisco from Syracuse. Congratulations to him. Jonathan Abram from Mississippi State. Nice. And Punter... Uh, Jason Smith from Cincinnati. So those are your, your AP All-American teams, one through three. I know it was so fucking riveting, you must be jumping for joy. But I, think, I thought that was kind of interesting. I really, really did. Again, I'm, just, I'm easily entertained like that, guys. Get off me. Let's kind of turn it into a sports show today. I may may go into a break shortly and change speeds but uh, just looking around might might be sports today shit this might not even come out Uh, quick little coaching news looks like Auburn has hired Memphis's uh, A.C. A.C. I was <laughs> Miami has hired Memphis' O.C., offensive coordinator. I couldn't tell you his name on the top of my head. Sorry, I had something I wanted to touch on, but I forgot what it was. It's my fault. Ole Miss hires uh, my- Mike McIntyre as a defensive, co- defensive coordinator. Uh, he was formerly the head coach at Colorado before he got canned. About three-quarters of the of the season. If I remember correctly. Uh, let's see. Imagine Dragons is apparently going to be playing at the halftime show, the national championship game. I really don't give a shit. I think they're shit. I don't like their music. I think they suck. They are perfect hipster music musicians. If you like hipsters, you're a hipster. Have fun listening to it. Auburn hires Memphis offensive coordinator Kenny Dillingham. Good for them. That's hopefully will help out. If I don't know, Mahomes no, not really. Nice. He's a kind of an offensive coach. Um. Let's keep in mind, Auburn didn't fire the last O.C. Their last O.C. left to go work with Les Miles. Uh, Chip Lindsey. I guess Chip doesn't like having any control of his offense. Even though he's the offensive coordinator. Was that zing at Les Miles after all the bullshit at LSU? Yes, it was. He had way too much talent not to fucking have a good offense. Uh, well, here's something. I know none of you will really care. at all by this but I am intrigued by it because I this is where I I'm in school at. I didn't play or anything. I just, this is where I went to school. Wow. This is news to me. I know a couple people who subscribe who I know may be interested in this. But um Charleston Southern University that's in Charleston South Carolina. And technically like North Charleston they vacated 122 victories in three big South titles. What the fuck? Oh, by the way, Charleston Southern, is a Baptist school? I think I went on a rant and rave uh, last podcast about Liberty and their coaching hires. I wanted to they tell me what the rule violations are. Jeez, wow. I knew a couple of girls on the softball team. I don't know if you guys know what I'm about. So, Again, I don't no. I don't care if you don't care or not. You can just fast forward through this, or you can fucking listen to it and go wow, or just go you're an idiot and move on to the next uh, podcast. Uh, Buccaneers are forced to vacate 51 wins and two Big South regular season titles for men's basketball. 18 victories in the 2015 Big South Championship. In football the Big South in 15. 53 victories in softball. That sucks uh Rebekah KC schools ready to, supposed to vacate wins in baseball over the over the fat over, over parts of three seasons wow and women's soccer women's tennis track and cross country wow what i want to know what the hell they did October then she found that CSU improperly certified 55 students in 12 sports over a 6 year period a level 2 violation i don't know what that means Charleston Southern it's not required by rule to announce a vacated victories, but has updated his record books. Okay, new said so that judge, Jeff Parber, will not comment. vacated victories upon my relatives, and his last university. I don't understand what they happened. So they in placed on uh two-year probation, beginning okay. October 18th. So I don't, I know, uh, I wish they would tell me in lamest terms what the fuck they did. But for you football people, uh, football scholarships will be reduced over by six over a two-year period and a fine of $5,000 plus one-half of 1% of the school's athletic budget, which isn't very much. In addition, the NCAA ordered the school to vacate wins and champions, championships won in several sports from 2011 to 2017. Wow. So I guess basically they play with a bunch of ineligible players. And the come in the official game rosters for con- contests play with ineligible athletes. Wow. The basketball titles vacated were won during 2012 or 2013 seasons and fourteen fifteen seasons, both due to playing a player or players who would not who have been declared in who Players who have been declared ineligible for proper procedures. Were, wow. So, basically, guys, were they shouldn't have played. I can't the softball team got busted. 53 teams or games or wins, 53 wins lost. The ineligibility issues discovered, discovered dealt primarily with junior college transfers who were allowed to play despite a lack of complete certification of transferred courses. Wow. In a few instances, athletes who were not – Taking the NCAA required 12 hours of study during their respective seasons, also were permitted to play. So basically, they were part time students. Yeah, part time students playing when you're supposed to be full time last time I checked. Apparently, you are because they got busted. Charleston Southern was cited for using an informal eligibility process, reassigning non compliant staff to assist for certification and failing to develop formal rules education. Formal ruled education. Wow. <clears throat> NCAA also found that thirty-four football players were allowed to improperly use scholarship book monies for items not related to books, such as jewelry, clothing, and computers in the the school bookstore. Those violations re- resulted in game suspension during the. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that part. Sorry, Alvin. This is interesting. I went to that school actually had some classes for some of those football football players. That's pretty funny. Uh, What else do we have going on? So we had the Heisman Trophy. Talked about that briefly. Talked about the All-Americans. How about the young men who are already on the short list for the Heisman Trophy for next year? Suggest Tua. Suggest Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. Jake Fromm from Georgia. Jonathan Taylor, who I think I personally believe he should have been on the list this year. I don't know if he was even invited. I should. I was on. I was putting lights up on last trophies. No wait. No, what was I doing? Oh yeah, I was drinking too much beer. I forgot what day it was. Um, Andre Swift, Sam Ellinger from Texas, Tate Martell, Austin Kendall, and Jerry Judy from Alabama, are all already on the short list. <coughs> Other People, I think Rondell Moore should be on that list. Yeah, I think Rondell R- Moore should be on that list. Um Swift from Georgia, running back. I think he should be on that list as well. I mean, he had a great year. Maybe even Holyfield. That's right. Holyfield. He is the son of, of Vander Holyfield. He plays, he's running back at Georgia. He might be a senior, though. Adrian Martinez, he's a freshman this year. Um Daryl Henderson, the running back, I believe he should be on the short list as well. Um, if Herbert stays, the quarterback from Oklahoma, maybe. I think he needs to improve some things. I think he got hurt this year as well. Um, but he may come out early. But he's a big kid. So he, because he has that frame. He's fucking like 6'6", 6'7", 230, 240. I mean, he's a big boy. So we'll see if he, if he even comes out. Um... I think more. I don't see Rondell Moore from Purdue on that list. I think he should be on the list. I mean, they have JT uh, Daniels from USC. I don't know if he should be on the list, but I definitely think Moore should be on the list. There's really nothing going on in college football. So that is the college football talk for right now. Of course, I'll probably see something I want to talk about. You guys will be screwed. I'm going to switch paths a little bit. I don't talk much about NFL, just because I don't really follow it, man. I'm a, like I said before, I'm a college football uh, fan. And all the rules and bullshit. I mean, if you sneeze on the quarterback, you're going to get flag. If you accidentally brush against your receiver, you're going to get a flag. If you line up a player coming across the middle, God forbid it's a clean hit. You hit him low, like in the... Stomach and chest or something, you're going to get a flag. They've taken the fun out of football. That's what the NFL's done. I understand they got to take care of their investments, the quarterbacks. So I don't watch as much. Now, I will admit, like I said before, I am a dick. And when everybody was boycotting the NFL, I did turn the games on. I didn't watch them. I just turned them on so there's at least one more rating. Didn't do anything, I just did it just to be a dick. And I made sure people knew I did it. So with that being said, let's talk about a little bit of the NFL, just a little bit. Again, I didn't watch the games. One thing I did see was uh, New England kind of falling apart. The last play. I don't know if they come up with the name for the laterals that that, that the the play that Miami ran the laterals to uh beat New England. Which, by the way, they did have Gronk out there. Which, if you think about it, first of all people complaining about that. Seeing why will they have Gronk out there. Gronk's what, 6'6", 6'7"? You're looking at a team that's probably going to be throwing a Hail Mary. You want height. And he's tall. And he's got a long wingspan. So, if they had thrown a Hail Mary, that would have been a great play. Would have been a great idea. But they didn't throw a Hail Mary. They threw a short pass, hoping to get out of bounds. Or a bunch of laterals or something. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. But they did it. It worked. It was really funny watching Gronk try to labor over there to make try to make a tackle, and then he stumbled and fell and took out one of his own guys, which is really funny. He sliced like the Patriots when I was like younger, but I don't like him anymore. So that was funny. Uh, let's see. I'll let this quote again. Let's talk about the Patriots. Uh, Bill, Bill Belichick was asked. Uh, about his message he gave to the team following the loss to the Dolphins. and quote. It's the National Football League. No one died. End quote. That's pretty good. I, I will give him that. I will definitely give him that. I like that one. You don't see any personality from him. Same thing with Saban. They're stern-faced. They look annoyed being up there doing press interviews. But they always come out with some little one, one-liner of that it's just Fucking, that's good. That's a good one. I want to use that one, and there's one right there from Bill Belichick. Good job, Bill. Uh, let's see Raiders fire Reggie McKenzie. Uh, uh it's just a, I don't know. I think it's just a power grab. I think he was just there for um face. Let's face it. So you're giving John Gruden a million, hundred million dollars to coach, and he's kind of going to be the GM too. I think he was. I think Reggie was just there for uh title purposes I think whoever gets him is going to be a team to reckon with in the future. I don't think Mackenzie's a bad GM uh, they have a they had a lot of good young talent, but then for some reason, they made a decision to go out there and get John Gruden who, How do I put this? Who's a good coach when somebody else made the team around him. He's not a good GM. And I think you saw it with Tampa Bay. When Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl, those players on that team, he didn't get those teams. Those players were already there. Then after they won the Super Bowl against Oakland, and when John Lynch comes out and says, hey, we knew every single player that they were going to run – Because Bill Callahan didn't change their calls? Didn't change up anything since Gruden left? Come on. But going back to the point, you see, after that Super Bowl win, things... Bill Bill Gruden... Gruden... decided to get cute and think he knows what the fuck he's doing. And it proved to put Tampa Bay back Deck Two decades now. Look at all the moves that they made. All the moves they didn't make. I mean, come on. Tampa Bay has been terrible since then. Gruen thinks he's a great GM. He's a good coach. I think he's a good coach. I'm not going to see here lie. I think he's a good coach. But he's been out for a decade. The game's passed him by. And in my opinion, the only reason why Carr hasn't been moved or uh, traded is because there's already a revolt in Raider Nation towards him. And he knows if he gets rid of another face, his lifespan isn't going to be very long at Oakland. I mean, granted, he's still going to get paid a shit ton of money. But it's not going to be very long. So this move from fire by firing Reggie McKenzie, I don't. It's not McKenzie's fault. It's not Reggie's fault that the team fucking sucks. Okay, it's just not. I put, I put all the blame on Gruden and Davis for allowing this to happen. I keep in mind, I don't like the Raiders. I hate the Raiders. I've never liked the Raiders. I grew up hating the Raiders. But I can see here right now, I can be as unbiased as I possibly can. I don't like the Raiders. And I think this is a stupid move by them. Whoever picks up Reggie, if he decides to be a jam again, watch out. Look at the the guys he brought in. I'm just going to name two. Khalil Mack, David Carr. Amari Cooper, I'm going to name a third one. I've heard Amari. I've heard... From Raiders fans, oh, Amari's not good. He's just a waste of skin. Blah, 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 blah. Look at what he's doing in Dallas. I had one Raider friend, James, not you, who went, oh, thank God we got rid of, we got first round for Amari. He's just a fucking dud. I'm glad we got rid of him. Three or four weeks later, Amari looks like a fucking pro bowler. And I asked him about it after, after Dallas won Uh beat. Uh, Philadelphia in overtime. So how how overrated is Amari right now? I think he's like top ten in the league now in receiving the yards in the last couple of weeks, or some bullshit like that. So let's so just anyways. <laughs> Stupid moves. McKenty's gonna do great. I mean, you look at what he's done. He had basically no picks. I mean, you look at what Al Davis did to that team in his later years. Picks after picks and going, what are you doing? As a Raider hater, I'm going, sweet. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but thank you. Then Davis dies. McKenzie is the GM, and you see him going out there with very little. Like he had, he had a, I think, what, a one top five pick. Then Carr was a late rounder and other picks. They have absolutely no cap space because Al Davis loves spending money on players that were past their prime because they're big names or something. And he built that team into a playoff team. Think about how dangerous were the Raiders before Carr broke his back. Was it last year? year before last? Every time, last couple years, they get into the playoffs, Carr gets hurt. Just imagine Carr stayed healthy. And for some reason, he say, no, fuck, we're going to go get John Green And he comes in and it fucks everything up. Well, the Raiders didn't have a pass for us. Yeah, Khalil Mack and what's the face on the other side who they weighed a couple weeks ago. And everybody's scratching their head going, what? You don't have any deep receivers. Yeah, you do. You fucking traded him away for a first-round draft pick because he's fucking running deep at Dallas right now. The only solace you have is you beat Pittsburgh. I think Ben Roethlisberger has a ribbit issue. It was pulled. And then about the time Tomlin put him back in, it was too late. I'm sorry, Raider fans. Unless groon gets his head out of his ass or brings somebody in who actually knows about football apparently, who knows front office part of it, you're going to be in deep trouble for the next several years until his buyout is low enough that you can get rid of him. So, again, McKenzie, I think he's he's whoever gets him is going to be great. And I, hope somebody, I hope it's not on a team that I don't like hope it's on a team that I do like. I hope. And I don't like this quote from Gruden. I think this is a bullshit quote. I think he's passing the buck. I personally – I don't know Gruden. I don't know anything about the Raiders front office. I just know McKenzie's really fucking good. But this quote, I think Gruden – I just – Gruden was better at fucking announcing, and he needs to go back to the box and shut the hell up about knowing football. He's go up there. He needs to do what he did in the past of Monday Night Football, and that's it. People loved him when he did that. People loved him when he did that little quarterback camp before the draft. But he comes out he, he, on firing of his, quote, good friend, GM Reggie McKenzie. We're going to have to build the football team without him. Gruden insinuates it was owner Mark Davis who made the call and the changes were made. Why do I think that's a bunch of bullshit? Why do I think Mark Davis is covering for Gruden? Oh, because Gruden already has black eyes from his stupid decisions. They get rid of Mack. They get rid of Amari Cooper. They get rid of a bunch of other players that shouldn't be getting rid of. Come on, dude. When you have a tight end who is choking you out on the sideline and there's no real good explanation, a real good cover-up, at the end of the game, besides I shouldn't have done it. Something's wrong with you. Ha! <sighs> stupid move by the Raiders. Plain old stupid move by the Raiders. Yep, stupid move. That's <laughs> like I say. Uh, let's see. Anything going on in the in baseball today? Uh, Billy Hamilton signs with Kansas City. Good for him. No one wants to offer Machado any money. Good for him. Cashman, Cashman from Yankees, basically said that they are not interested in Harper. I have my doubts. Come on, the Yankees love spending money, especially on players like Harper. This title doesn't seem to mix – this out this particular headline makes sense to me um the Phillies are reportedly more interested in Machado than Harper I can understand that I don't Harper is a face in my opinion I think he's a good player I don't think he's like MVP caliber player I could be wrong I think he struck out a lot but when he does make contact it's awesome he's a decent fielder but I'm just not uh. let's see anything else going on in baseball world I don't really follow baseball for the most part, not too too closely, anyways. According to Boris, um, uh, what the hell is Boris's first name? Scott Boris. Here we go. I think he's Kyler Murray's soon-to-be agent or his agent, but he can't really say he's an agent because blah blah blah. He says that Murray is won't play in the NFL. He will play in Major League Baseball. I wonder how true that is. I wonder if he's a saving face or something. I don't know. Scott Boris, Kyler Murray won't play in NFL. But that Kyler wanted to play both, wanted to do both. Or is that just something that he did as a publicity stunt? Hmm. Interesting. Let's see. Anything else going on in the Major League Baseball? Uh Yeah, nothing important. So we'll bypass that. Wanna we'll talk a little bit MMA? I think there's some fights coming up here shortly. No um Max Holloway beat Ortega. Ortega took it like a champ. Didn't do some stupid ass excuse. I kinda of was rooting for I got kind of, I kinda of like both. Fighters. Well, I was rooting for Ortega. I feel like he's, uh, he was, I not know, kind feel of like he, he's not in the face, but I think he should have won. Or he could have won. No, he should have won. He got beat, okay? Let me freeze that. He got beat. It was a stoppage. believe a doctor stoppage. So, I, I, had, I was rooting for Ortega. I don't like. I don't mind Holloway. I've heard him do some interviews. He I like him better during the interviews than I do did before I even knew who he was. So what we got coming up? So, We got Bellator, and December fourteenth. That's this coming up weekend. I don't know if it's going to be on any. There's got to be on something. Uh, December fourteenth. Oh they got two bad. back to backs. Going on here. So we got a couple fights, a couple of fight cards coming up on the fourteenth, which is Friday. Uh, Bellator in USO presents Primus versus Chandler 2. It was Friday. that main car looks like uh, Brent Primus versus Michael Chandler. Uh, Also, we have Alondra Laura versus Juliana Velquez. That name sounds familiar to me. Uh, Frank Mir is going to get in there with um, Jave Ayala, Derek Campos versus Sam Cecilia. On the other car, we got Robertson Gracie Jr. Hmm. Versus Bryson Balohoa. Damn, butchering the shit out of these names. Toby Masech versus Edward Thom Thomas Thomas Tomas Thomas. 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 Uh, Brandon Piper versus Chris Avilia Avilia Avilia. Anyways, I do not recognize any of those names. Minus Frank Mir and um, Campo sounds familiar. Chandler sounds familiar. The ladies fight, I don't have the foggiest of ideas. I was thinking of Juliana Pena. That's who I was thinking when I saw that name. Uh, I don't know who's favored. I am not going to sit here and pretend like I'm picking anybody because I don't have the foggiest of fucking ideas. I don't know why I even brought it up. But who, Juliana, Juliana Velazquez, Vela, Vela, whatever. Let's edit her name out. <laughs> Uh, who is she going up against? Al- Alejandra Lara. What do you look like, Alejandra Lara? Because juliana has got some abs. Oh. Is that really you? It is. Well, you know what? If I'm going to go off of looks alone, I am rooting for Alejandra Lara. <laughs> yes. She probably, I don't know. She might get her ass kicked, but she's the one I'm gonna root for because she definitely is not bad on the eyes. Uh, what else have we got? What else? Um, UFC, UFC on Fox, thirty-one, uh, December fifteenth. We have Charles Olivier versus Jim Miller. That's the main card. There's one fight on the main card. Hmm. On the card, we have Gerald Gerald. Mir Shart versus Jack Hermanson. Can tell you. Jared Gordon versus Joaquim Silva. Hmm. Uh, Jessica Rose Clark versus Andrea Lee. Bobby Green versus Trekar Close. Adam Milstead versus Mike Rodriguez. Edison Barboza versus Daniel Hooker. Juan Adams versus Chris De La Rocha. Uh, again, these names I just don't know. I should know this, and I apologize if I don't know this. These are all going to be fought in Wisconsin. Um, it's on Fox. I said that already. I apologize for being a moron. Oh, Andrea Lee. Yeah, her husband is the one with the fucking um, Nazi tattoos and then beat the shit out of her or something or some bullcrap like that and got a domestic violence thing. That's right. That's who that is. I forgot. Andrea KGB Lee. And that is right. That's who um, Jessica Rose Carter, Jessica Carter Rose, Jessica Rose Carter is fighting. That's why I recognize the name. I just didn't know for sure. But I believe, if I remember correctly, there's a picture of her and her estranged husband now. Didn't he get, wasn't there a domestic violence issue going on with those two? Um, and, uh, there were some Nazi tattoos he had. And he did the whole song and dance about when I was younger and blah, 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 blah. And then she came out and made a statement that this made her look like a complete fucking moron, in my personal opinion. And then all of a sudden you hear about way back in September, the police were called to her house, to their apartment or place of living. Uh uh for domestic violence. And I think he was on the run briefly. I don't know the complete story. I just heard about it, laughed, and moved on. Just snow place for in my opinion, there's no place for fucking morons. Um Let's see, it's You'll see Andrea Lee issue statement on husband's domestic violence charge. I want to hear her statement or read her statement. There is. Uh, and, all right, so just full uh, support, blah, 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 blah. Healing, hashtag healing, hashtag unbroken, hashtag can't be broken, hashtag stronger than ever, blah, 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 blah. She's probably a real nice person, and I'm probably talking very mean about a nice person, and if that's the case, I apologize. I don't like you, I'm not your fan. Uh, I don't know anybody else about this other fights. So also on the 15th, uh, Bellator again. So, yeah, two fights on the 15th, yep. Uh, McFarland versus Valerie. Oh, Valerie, yeah, I remember her. It's a title fight. Uh, Mohamed Lawal, Oh, nice. Against Liam McGreer. Leota Machito versus Rafael Sarvaloho Kiefer Crosby versus Orlando de Ambrose. I am more intrigued about this title fight versus uh, Valerie in, in Lima. Isn't Valerie the one, the Canadian who, like, her boob or something popped out during a fight with somebody? <sighs> so, Elima McFar- McF- McFarlane. Ah, oh, she's the, she's, oh yeah, her Hawaiian girl. I think she actually yeah, trained out of San Diego. She's a cutie too. She's going up against, I'm going to butcher her last name again, Valerie Letorno. I'm gonna but- I'm sorry, Valerie. If I butchered the hell out of your name, please. Don't. <laughs> please don't hire uh, Andrea's husband to come beat me up. Click, click, click. So yeah, she's a champion. That's right. She just fight out San Diego. Where's who? Her. T- oh, this is a uh, McFarlane. She fights at San Diego Combat Academy. Okay. Oh no, she does. Fights- okay, Templin. Okay, I'm sorry. Wasting your all time like normal. Uh, but she's a champion, if I remember correctly. Is she the champion? Yeah, she's the inaugural flyweight champion. Oh shit! So that's happening this weekend. Um, I'm gonna try to fight, watch them. Not gonna make any uh, promises since I'm probably gonna spend time watching football. Yeah, Valerie. Valerie's the one who had the wardrobe malfunction during a UFC fight, I believe. And she's not a bad looking woman either. Not at all. And neither is uh, McFarlane. They're, neither one of them are bad looking ladies. couple fights this week. This weekend, a couple on the fight cards. There's actually those two Bellator fights. Fight cards, I'm sorry. Two Bellator fight cards. One on Friday, one on Saturday. UFC has one on Saturday as well on Fox. I don't know where it belt, what Bellator Fights cards are going to be on the TV. I'm assuming Bellator 213 will be on there. Um, usually it's on Paramount. I think it's Paramount. That's new channel. I don't know about Bellator and the USO Presents. I don't know about that one. Um, so... He's looking at the schedule for the rest of the year. This, is, this one I'm reading. Really, I'm interested in, I'm, really, I'm interested in the Chris Cyborg-Amanda Nunes one fight. Will Chris Cyborg pass the drug test? Holy fuck, BJ Penn is fighting again. Holy crap. It's Ryan Hall. This is all on December 29th. Wow, they're going to make him fight? Fucking four days after Christmas? Really? Kat Cigano? It's Megan Anderson? I don't know who Megan Anderson is. You yeah. I think Kat fights out of San Diego, so I will be rooting for her, I believe. She, I think she fights out of San Diego. I could be wrong about that one. I normally am, especially when it comes to UFC. All right, guys, that's enough for today. Uh, hopefully, I think I said before, I'm hoping again it will happen. Uh Brett Kahn, IFBB competitor, hopefully he, we he will be joining me. We'll be talking fitness. We'll be talking a little bit of a – his past, he played at Michigan State. He played. Um, we well, didn't play. He competed in Arnold. He. He's uh, type one diabetic. They keep, that came up on him while he was in college. He's found a way to kind of um, keep it at bay. Talk about the ups and downs of that. So. No, hopefully, hopefully that will work for for us. Uh, Hopefully, the next podcast—I don't know—we'll see what happens. So, hopefully, we'll be on here, and we'll talk about some good stuff. Fingers crossed. Before I let you go, I do want to give a shout out to my high school alma mater, the Orange Glen High School Patriots, are in the Division Six A. State championships, they'll be playing this weekend. Unfortunately, I'm probably not going to make it once i would want to. I just don't feel like going away to San Francisco because it's a bearcat driving San Francisco. But they they made it. I mean, they let me say they've had since it was just anyways, <laughs> not going to get too deep. But congratulations to those young men and boys and guys and gals and all of them who are in charge there or do things there. Uh, good luck this weekend, guys. If you're in the San Francisco area, if you're going to be going to the San Francisco area, uh, they to be playing at City College of San Francisco. Kickoff is 12 noon. They are playing the Lincoln High School Mustangs, who I don't know anything about. Okay. So congratulations. Congratulations to both teams. But more importantly for me, congratulations to Orange Glenn and all those young men. Uh, I will be paying attention as best as I can from where I'm at. All right, guys, this is enough of me rambling on for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for dealing with my bullshit like normal. All right, guys, you guys have a good one. Have a great rest of your day. Unless you move on to the next podcast because I'll probably put another one out there. Go out and dominate the world. Enjoy your life. And I'll talk to you all later.